surface in the new year. I'm Jimmy Chen, uh, the underserved of AIC. Um, I think in the new year, all of us want to see one thing happen. This is the, the restore of the Hong Kong, yeah, due to the social unrest. Uh, actually, there's some impact to Hong Kong. Uh, in the recent uh, study done by the Mental Health Association of Hong Kong, it shows that uh, the number of people seeking help due to depression has rised a lot recently. Uh, and the depression is usually caused by chronic uh, anxiety. It uh, interferes people from all uh, walks of life, no matter your age, your background, and people also feel uh, hopeless and helpless. Uh, with the ongoing protesting situation in Hong Kong, it is believed the figure will continue to rise. In Old Testament, uh, Israelites also face a time of social unrest and instability, even in much greater extent. God announced through Isaiah that Israel would be captured and be taken to Babylon. Imagine the agony and anxiety they had. It was not only about losing freedom, but the safety of themselves and their families. It was a life-threatening situation. In the midst of the turmoil, God sent Isaiah to give his people comfort. And today's scripture is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40. And it starts with, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Comfort here is said thrice. It means the encouragement and the love and the mercy from God. God had not forsaken his people. In the midst of suffering, God always wants to give people hope. But often when something goes wrong in our lives, such as our jobs, our studies, our marriage, relationship, or our health, and we will face uncertainties, and we will worry. The more we worry, the more the anxiety we have. And the anxiety often leads to doubt. We may doubt a God. Doubt weakens our faith and causes us to question God. Why? Why God has put us in that situation? Eventually, we may complain to God. Israelites complained to God and doubt whether God would ever deliver them. Isaiah 40, 27. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? My cause is disregarded by my God. And here you can see, when we complain, it's like just putting our, our rightful claims to God, saying that, God, you are unrighteous. Why you put us in that situation. And we may tempted to feel that God is indifferent 
to our difficulties. Actually, complaining, if you think about it deeply, you can see complaining is actually a sin. It undermines the righteousness of God. It hardens our heart and drives us away from the truth of God. Although God has repeatedly assured His greatness and faithfulness to Israelites through the entire book of Isaiah, Israelites again failed to believe God would deliver them. What did God say? Do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles and they will run and not go weary. They will walk and not be faint. What about us? Do we believe God will give strength to the weak? God will give power to the weary. I want to to pause here for a moment and let us think about it. Maybe some of you have been undergoing a lot of difficulties. Maybe your job, your health, your relationship, your studies. And ask yourself, be true to yourself. Do you believe God will deliver you at this stage? The Hong Kong in Hong Kong, the social unrest, my brother once asked me a question. Where is your God? Why God allows the social unrest to happen? A lot of questions in people's mind. And usually, in good times, when, we, when the things go well, it is easy to say we trust God. What about in bad times? Can we live out our faith by showing the world, the people around us, to say we trust God? Many times, we go to the other way. Although my head, my mind, no, we don't need to worry. We put everything to God, but in our heart. Sometimes we may not be aware of it, but in our heart, maybe disconnected to God because of the situation. Paul in Romans um, 7 says, I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. So that's why sometimes we may be unconsciously say something and doubt about God and maybe we complain to God. Here, mankind, we, may have the heart problem here. It's not a heart disease. It is uh, some, some, sometimes we 
disconnect to God. And God softly allows difficulties to show us our spiritual reality. There's difference between knowing and understanding God's word. Knowing is here, the head knowledge. But understanding is a psychological process that requires us to think, to ponder, to apply the concept and to deal with different situations. Understanding goes deeper than just knowing. It is actually a part of our conscience. The word conscience is used in the Bible about 900 times. Some examples. First Samuel, David was conscience stricken for having cut off a corner of Saul's rope. As Paul said, my brothers, I have fulfilled my duty to God in, in all good conscience to this day. God appeals to our heart, our conscience. God wants to take his message to the heart of us and often communicates in a way that that would resonance, resonance our conscience. Sometimes God used symbols. Ego is one of them. When we think about egos, for centuries, people have seen egos as a symbol of courage, bravery, honor, determination, and hope. And a typical example is USA. This bird is important and symbolic to our humanity because of its characteristics. And God also used eagle as a metaphor for himself. Let's look at some, some uh, scriptures. Exodus, you yourself have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. How did God deliver Israelites from Egypt to the promised land? He carried them on eagle's wings. He carried them on himself. Psalm one, oh, there's uh, some pictures of eagles. Yeah, Psalm one o three, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion? Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the Eagles. God used eagles as a metaphor for himself. Do you know how eagles bring up their children? When eagles build, build the nest, they will firstly layer the thorns, sharp walls, branches at the base, and when the base is done, then eagles will put uh, softer materials like uh, feathers, uh, grass, and straw. And when the 
Baby eagle, eaglet, is about 10 to 12 weeks old. They must learn to fly. But sometimes the eaglet will just want to stay in the nest, just like us. What we do in the morning, we want to stay in our bed. In particular, during the winter time. But when the eaglets reach their flying age, something very interesting happens. The mother eagle will stir up the nest to expose the hard materials to the surface. Why? I think you know. Uh, you know why. That creates an environment, uncomfortable environment for their children to leave their nest. And the main purpose is to prompt their children to maturity, to adulthood. And when the eagles, eaglet, learn to fly, eagles just let them fly themselves, but they are flying close to them. And because uh, the eaglet may not understand how to ride on the air current, sometimes when they get tired, they will suddenly drop. And if this happens, the eagle, their parents, will catch them by their wings. So this is very interesting, isn't it? But the most interesting part is the Bible mentions all of, all of it. Deuteronomy chapter 32. In a desert land, he found him. In a barren and howling waste, he shielded him and cared for him. He got him as the apple of his eye, like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them aloft. Suffering is like the thrilling moment that I mentioned. The eagles suddenly drop. Looks scary and sometimes dangerous, but our Father God is never far away from their children. God is never far away from us. When the time we want out of strength, in times of danger, God is always in time to catch us. Even youth go tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not go weary. They will walk and not be faint. Children trust the parents' leadership. I remember the time when my daughter was baby. We went out to swim, and I opened my arm in the water. My daughter just jumped to me, yeah, without any hesitation. This is the, the relationship that God wants us to be with Him father and children relationship. 
to sow, to sow means when God stirs our nest, difficulties are unexpected, and we are not alone. We are eagles, and God is the eagle. And God gives us every Christian two wings: the Holy Bible and the Holy Spirit. We need both both wings. Without either one, we won't be be able to fly high. Or we may just uh, fly in the circle with one wing. Yeah. And. We may be in different stages to develop our wings. Some are strong, some are weak. But God wants us, want us to get the strength from Him to have develop our wings strong. God wants every one of us to have strong wings, so that we are able to fly above the storm. You know, eagles always fly towards the storm. Because eagles are able to leverage on the air current, and they can soar up high in the above the storm. When you look at the sky, sometimes when you see eagles, uh, it seems they are they are stationary; they do not move, but they can soar up high. This is the power that God gives us. We leverage on the air current. And how we can navigate on the air current, it depends on our spiritual discernment. The spiritual discernment depends on our relationship with God. Church, in the new year, what is our resolution? How we can foster our environment to develop our wings? For sure, we have time when we get frustrated, when we get angry, when we get exhausted, and there are times that we may feel helpless. But when this happens, step back, look at the faithfulness of God and His history. God never fails. He is our strength. God is always with us. He is faithful in what He says. Are we willing to soar with God? I would like to close the sermon by video. It's just a thirty seconds video. It's about God's history, the spread of Christianity. History is God's story. His story. And some people said, "Oh, God is invisible." Yeah, I don't know where God is. But when we look at the, sto- the, the history, His story, we can see a lot of footprints. No matter what had gone through, uh, different. Kingdoms, different governments, different dynasty, communism, economic crisis, suffering. 
Christianity is still forcefully advancing, and you can see in the video. After that, uh, I would like to, to invite Pastor Stan to give us uh, this big benediction and to lead us in prayer. God is doing much. It's amazing to see how God has spread His word from a tiny little nation in Israel to around the world. It's amazing to see that map. Christianity got here a whole lot sooner than it got to my home country. And uh, God's doing amazing things. Jimmy invited us to, uh, to watch that one more time, and so I'll just play it here again for you and uh, you can watch it go there
Father, we can soar like eagles. What a privilege it is to see that bird come off its perch in the tree, almost leap forward and soar and go into the wind and go high. Throughout the difficulties, it becomes a metaphor for us of seeing how you're working in our lives. You do things in the midst of trial and tribulation, in the midst of trouble. And Father, it's just like your word has gone forth around the world. Lord, it goes forth in our lives, in difficulties and in good times. Lord, I pray that each one of us can be lifted up, that we can remember that we are but eaglets and you are the eagle. You are there to feed us, you're there to nurture us, and Lord, you're also there to encourage us to leave the nest and soar like you intended us to do. And so, Father, I pray that in this week we may give you glory, we may sing your praises, we may live the way that you want. And I thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Go and soar this week. Amen.